G'day, listeners. Was here, Tradies Business Show. Got a joke for you today, something different. What kind of car does an auto electrician drive? A Volkswagen. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell. Talking business ownership, the nuts and bolts, and everything in between. Yes, welcome back to the Tradies Business Show. Apologies for uh, my terrible dad joke then, but uh, just trying something different, you know, you've got to spice it up a bit. Maybe uh, go hit me on the Facebook page and tell me what you thought. <laughs> I actually thought it was pretty funny. Um, anyway, it does relate to today's episode, which is another in my Where Are They Now series. So I've gone back through the back catalogue of interviews that I've done, especially the real tradie stories that we've done over the time, and um, getting back in touch with some of those guests and finding out, literally, where are they now? Uh, today's guest appeared way back in September 2015 uh, in episode 88, where we spoke to Andrew Jaynes from Midas, uh, which is a mechanical franchise here in Australia. Um, Andrew spoke about that business. We sort of did a bit of a hot seat episode where we grilled him a little bit. Um, and we also did a real tradie story where he talked about what was going on in their business. Fast forward two years... They no longer have that business, but they still have one of the other ones that they had, and um, a lot's changed since then. I think you're going to get a lot out of today's episode. We cover some territory. We talk about working with your partner. We talk about digital marketing, uh, how to find good staff, um, business awards, and whether they're worth entering, what sort of things you should be measuring in your business, and uh, we even get a little bit competitive between uh, Andrew and Bryony. Um and uh, talk about, yeah, how uh, how big theirs is. So have a listen to today's episode. I think you're going to love it. Uh, and stick around to the end of today, and I'll share some details with you about um, something very cool that came across my desk recently. So let's jump in. Joining me today on the Tradies Business Show is a past guest or guests. Um, we've actually got... Both uh, partners, life and business partners, back for one of my uh, Where Are They Now episodes. We've got Andrew and Bryony from Accelerate Auto Electrics back on the show. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so uh, last time we spoke to you on the Tradies Business Show uh, was back in September 2015, and that was just Andrew, and it was a bit of a double episode where it was a bit of a hot seat and a real tradie story, and I think we we kind of gave you a bit of a hard time, mate. Um, if uh, if listeners want to go back and check that one out before you listen to the rest of this, jump over to episode eighty eight back in September two thousand fifteen. Um, but you know, it's been a couple of years now uh, since we spoke on the show, and there's been a few changes for you guys. So I don't know who the nominated spokesperson is today. I've got a funny feeling I know who it might be, but. Do you guys want to talk about the last couple of years and maybe where you've come from uh, to where you are today and what's going on for you? Andrew's madly pointing at me. <laughs> <laughs> we just nominated. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
yeah, I can't even remember back to 2015 or it, to be honest. Um, but basically, we had Midas back then, so we had to, we were running two businesses, um, Midas Maruchidor, which was a franchise, um, and we also had Accelerate Auto Electrics in the workshop next to it, um, which we started now nine years ago. Um, so since then, we have sold the business, Midas, um, and we currently operate Accelerate. We've moved to a new premises. Um, we probably have a few more staff. I'm not too sure on the exact numbers. Um, and we, you know, dramatically, dramatically, dramatically <laughs> increased sales, gross profit, net profit um, for Accelerate sort of thing. So mm. in a nutshell, that's kind of where we are in business. And would you guys say that selling off Midas, so that was uh, you, you had, and just for the listeners' benefit, you had a, a mechanical workshop under the Midas franchise and you had your own independent auto electrical workshop next door. So you're essentially running two businesses at the same time. Um, how important was selling Midas in, as you said, Bryony, you know, revenues up, um, profits are up, all that sort of stuff. You've, you've experienced a lot of growth with the current business. How important was selling off Midas? For me, a lot. It just just being able to focus on one thing. Uh, while they were both in the growth stage, if we were trying to grow both of them, it yeah, it just made it a lot easier having one thing to focus on. Um, I definitely don't regret having a minus franchise, but having one business is a lot easier than two. Because <laughs> it, the, I guess there's some thinking that. If you can run one business, you can run two, and there's probably business coaches even smarter than me running around saying that. Um, how did you find the experience? I think running two would be easy, but I think just having your focus and grow, trying to grow as quickly as you can, it's it's just being able to focus on one is an advantage. So that, that's probably once... You know, obviously, once we get this one to a point, then we, we do have a vision of where we're going to go from there. Um, but I feel for us, while you're trying to grow as hard as you can, it's good to be able to focus on it. Yeah. I think uh, for me, both of the businesses were at, even though Accelerate had been at for a longer period of time, both of them were at a similar point in that they needed to be run under management or under a manager and trying to get managers in both those businesses that worked um, and train them to up to the level at the same time was probably a really hard thing for it um, in hindsight, you know, trying to micromanage to an extent two people, trying to, you know, crack down on two people if they're not meeting targets and that sort of thing was, I think, probably our biggest time sucker and our biggest pain points and our biggest reason for arguments between staff and us as well. So, yeah. Mm. And so how how has that changed or has that changed in the time since you sold Midas, which has been about – how long now since you sold that? About a year? Yeah, about 14 months. That's mm. about, so, mm. 13 months. So – How has it changed? We have – for Accelerate, at a similar time as we sold Midas, we found a fantastic manager for Accelerate. Um, so I think that's made a huge difference, having the right person in that job. It's a huge difference that someone that's experienced 
experienced in the trade, someone that's confident um, to talk to customers and, you know, for a tradesman to cut off the tools and to be comfortable selling is a big thing as well. So he sort of ticks all those boxes for us. Um, so that's probably been the biggest impact, I guess, to make the transition a little bit easier. Um, and we've also, I guess, moved locations as well. So that's made a huge thing, whereas, you know, not owning anymore and being right next door to them there was still I guess some confusion with some of our trade customers who were mechanics as well um, you know being still right next door to them I think moving has really opened up the door to take on more mechanical work um, and yeah it sort of expands that bit more it's a better workshop as well yeah cool cool now you guys are, have grown the business quite substantially and uh, I want to talk about your recent um, entry into the business awards in your area. So for the listeners' benefit again, uh, Andrew and Bryony are on the beautiful Sunshine Coast uh, and they're clients of mine as well, business wingman clients. So we've been working together for a while, hopefully still after today's episode. But uh, <laughs> But that growth, what have been the key components of that? Obviously getting rid of one of your businesses that was sort of drawing your focus away from, I guess, your main business. Um, but what have been some of the keys to growing Accelerate Auto Electrics? <laughs> um, oh, I, I mean, our staff are our number one thing. We really try and focus on nurturing them and keeping them. Um, so whether that be, um, you know, taking on a, a marketing manager is her title. She's really experienced in digital marketing. So um, from she came in in May this year, so that's had a huge, had a huge impact in our growth in the last sort of six months. Um, prior to that, I mean, year on year, it's been fairly consistently up. Um, I'm trying to think what else just having the right stuff, finding technicians for a year there. We were, um, our growth is usually like 40 to 50% up year on year. Um, but there was a period there it was only 10% and we just literally could not get auto electricians. And so we could not take any more work. We were actually turning away work. Um, so having the availability of staff and being able to find staff, like that was really well, um, has helped in the growth as well in recent years. Um, uh, it, I want to ask Andrew about the the staff side of things because that's probably <clears throat> fairly typical for a lot of tradies. Is uh, you know the husband's been on the tools or the or the you know the man's been on the tools. The the better half is sort of the the driver in the the back um, with finance and probably marketing and administration, uh, and so. You know, the guys end up being the ones trying to find more tradespeople to work with them. You've you've got a pretty good team now, and you guys are pretty happy with the team that you've got on board. Andrew, how how do you go about attracting the right people, or even finding the right people? Yeah, it's really hard. Um, I don't know. You can just do the Facebook thing. I think what's helping us now is where the the best workshop to work in, just location, just the actual workshop, it's nice and breezy, all that, we get the cool work because we're the we are the largest sort of electrician. So I think it's it's just 
grown in itself as well now. It's sort of, you know, we used to get people to town and you, I was actually talking, I had a one-to-one with one of my guys this morning and we were just talking about, you know, how he arrived in town and I was his first call kind of thing and then he went around and looked at the other shops and sort of instantly came here. Mm. And I think as we've grown, it's actually made it just with our workplace, with our culture and with the, the vibe, I guess, to use it, we were in the place, it's um, it's getting easier to attract more staff because they sort of arrive on the cave, everybody wants to move to the coast, they get to the coast and, and I guess there's an attractive job for them. Um, most of the people, I guess, who move here, you've seen them move here for lifestyle and money, and and I hope this workplace sort of improves on that, and it, it seems to be working for us now. Yeah. So basically, you you're becoming an employer of choice for employees. It's starting. Yeah, it's it's definitely starting to feel that way. Definitely. And. Would you say that's? Uh, I'm putting words in your mouth here, obviously. But how closely related is that to the work you do on attracting customers? Yeah, I guess it's the same. I, and and yeah, I, I think that definitely our our social footprint now is quite large. Variety um, works heavily on that, and, and Tony, the marketing girl. Um, and, and so I think yeah, again, that helps as well when people come to town. Pretty much they walk in the door and they see me by face and know my name, I guess, because they've seen us on some sort of social media or thing. So, yeah, it's all part of it, I assume. You attract customers, you attract staff. It's, it's all the same game, really. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely right. And it's something that a lot, of, a lot of trade businesses, I think, miss the opportunity on is building a business that people want to work for as well as a business that customers want to spend money with. And it makes their their job a lot easier on the on the recruitment side of things. Yeah. So marketing has been a big part of your growth, obviously, and and we've mentioned Bryony and your marketing and you know social footprint, and you've now got a full time uh, marketing person uh, on board, which is a big step for any business, really. Um, but for a trade business, it's pretty uncommon. Um, talk to me about the the journey to get to that stage or perhaps the you know going from you guys doing it yourself and and sort of outsourcing bits and pieces to now where you have a full-time person and you know you're doing video and youtube and social campaigns and you know some pretty some pretty high level stuff with your marketing um yeah i'm I'm just thinking back to when I sent our first newsletter and you made me do it and I had it sitting there drafted for <laughs> how, how many weeks sitting there. I actually sent it and I'm pretty sure someone replied straight back to it and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, they were a little virtual high five. I was pretty happy. So we've come a long way since then. Um, How's it evolved? Um, we've done it for, you know, eight and a half years ourselves. Um, so... I'm a bookkeeper slash accountant person by what I've done previously in studies. So changing into someone that, you know, writes and does like digit design and that sort of stuff has been been pretty hard. Um, yeah, so I think for us, you know, the first thing when we did our Sunshine Coast Business Awards was something that I looked at is we didn't even have a website when we started the business. Um, Andrew just went out and repped himself and sold himself. Um, and so then when we started to get employees, we kind of realised that that was unfortunately for the volume of work we needed, 
not quite sustainable to have Andrew out there repping all the time. Mm. Um, and so we started, you know, then with a website. Um, we've, in recent years, taken on Google advertising through someone. Um, we've had a lot of success with Facebook advertising. Um, we had help with that for a period of time as well before um, um, Tony, um, digital person now is here. And a lot of success with videos and that sort of thing as well. So it has really evolved. We still do some traditional print media um, in the low price point that seems to work. Um, and it's a lot of trial and error, a lot of error. Leads <laughs> to some positive sometimes. So, yeah. so, um, so there's really yeah, no, there's, there's no magic formula, Bryony. No. no. Keep trying is my magic formula. Yeah. Now, I, I just want to dig into that because I, I have the opportunity with you guys. I guess I, I can get a bit more detailed with some of these things because I do know your business quite well and we've been working together for a little while now. How important is measuring stuff? <laughs> um, for me, very important. For Andrew... It's growing on the important scale. <laughs> She's dropped you in it, mate. It depends on what I'm measuring. <laughs> We're talking business we'll stuff, here, guys. Yeah, no, so I, I'm definitely. Um, yeah, it's very important. But it, it, you know, <laughs> let, let's let's expand on that a bit. So, uh, what sort of things are you guys measuring in your business? Just give us an idea. Um, so daily we look at productivity, so the hours of stuff we've worked versus the hours that they've charged out for the previous day, the week, the month. We also look at the weekly sales versus target sales, um, monthly, the comparison of monthly to last year, um, and we've got separate sort of, we call it a separate section of the business, which is battery, so we look at quantities of units sold and average dollar sales. Um, then weekly we look at, I can't even remember what's on that report, average dollar sale, gross sales, gross fee, um, target, GP, um, number of leads, number of quotes, or number of leads converted to quotes, number of quotes converted to jobs, number of jobs and average dollar sale weekly um, and monthly. Well, for me, weekly, I look at the profit, the net profit of the business um, and monthly budget the actual. And then also monthly, we look at all of our advertising stats. Now that we have Tony on board, we, we didn't do that six months ago. Um, and that will include um, number of leads in, where they've come from versus the dollars we've spent on that. Um, yeah, it's so a cost of acquisition, all sorts of things within that. Mm. And, and it's... We look at yeah, we get from the bar, but it's good. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's it's a lot of stuff to look at, and I know we go through a lot of figures in our sessions together. How do you? Just to point out, oh, sorry, Andrew. I get just to point out to everybody, I get a simplified report. <laughs> Tell us more about that, mate, because I think it's a good point that you raise. Um, I get most of what Brian says, but it's it's definitely um. I get a just a basic one that comes through to me every day, just a critical driver sheet that's mainly productivity of the boys, our sole total dollar sale, and it also shows where the year versus last year. Um, the total sales is on the wall for, for every well for all the staff to see. 
um, and the individual's productivity is on the wall for everybody to see. So I guess the the more involved you are, the more you see, but everybody here, this is probably more the point I'm making, has some aspect of what's going on in the figures of the business. Mm. Um, but Brian definitely a more detailed report than me. I couldn't understand what you we, see. We actually look at the same reports. It's yeah. just the first report, the first page is graphs and the second page is numbers. Andrew goes, and Warwick, you go to the graph, I think, and I go to the numbers. It's just a way. It's a man thing. Our brain is wide. <laughs> but we the same much. It is, it is a bit of uh, – we laugh about it, but guys and girls are apparently built differently. And there's no point, you know, pouring over numbers that either don't make sense or aren't going to help you do what you do better. And it's a question I want to ask is how does all of that stuff actually help you? Um, Stunned silence. I think, yeah. I think, um, you know, looking at our sales being up year on year, month on month, gives us a little high five as business owners sort of thing on our computer screens every day. Um, and it's usually sort of in our inbox by like 10, 11 kind of thing. So if you're having a rough day or whatever's going on, having for Andrew and our manager, Chris, having a graph with sales sort of thing versus target, um, in front of them, they can see that, you know, they're slightly behind for the month or slightly up for the month kind of thing, and it just gives them that little bit of something to aim for. Um, yeah, for me, it, I guess, it kind of, as I said, it just kind of gives you a, a good feeling as a business owner or um, if we're lagging behind, it's like right in our sales meeting we have weekly, what are we going to do? Are we going to change some marketing this week or next week? Um, what have we got planned so this doesn't happen in two months' time? And that sort of thing it gives us a bit of perspective and planning. Mm. And how about you, Andrew? How does it help you run the business and make decisions? Yeah, I'm very reactive rather than proactive. It's probably the yin and the yang sitting in the room. So it, it is, yeah, it definitely does change business. It'll change your mindset about how you react to things. Um, I'm total if I look out there and I feel that there's not enough cars then that's that's all that matters to me where well used to and whereas now I can sort of you know I'll before I start throwing down the hammer saying let's do some marketing today make it happen put something on Facebook I will which I did the other day in our sales meeting yesterday, I'm like, so do we need to start this advertising today? And he goes, no, actually, we don't. Yeah, I actually then sat down with a problem. I was looking where, where it was for the month, look at what had actually gone out that day and so on and realised that I probably would be wasting my money because we'd get work that we didn't want, we, we, that we couldn't do. There's a bit of work that we didn't want. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. It's definitely a change for me. I, I, you know, but it's it's hard because I went from one guy in a van that, you know, if you had no jobs booked in, you bring all your trade customers and say, what do you got for me today? And and to this different animal where I can't really do that now, I need, you know, I need 20 to 30 cars a day. So it more, I more need to rely on everything that we do and everything that we've done bringing the cars in, which, which does, but it's, like, personally, I, I'm probably more in control of it, but personally, the, at the moment, my moment, the feeling is you're in less control. Mm. It's, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. 
I was going to say, I think a great example for us of the planning and how we've changed as a as business owners and a business is July is typically is it July that we did it? I don't remember the slow month for us. We you know sales are probably half of what they would be in January or February. We generally make a loss for the month, or not generally. We've always made a loss for the month. Um, and so this year, you told us that we're not to go into the mindset of it's always slow. We're just slow. Um, and so we came up with a, a different campaign and we threw it out there on Facebook and it worked really well. Um, I think we broke even. We probably made a few thousand dollar profit in the month, which is a huge change from, you know, like a ton grand loss or something like that. Mm. Um, so just really having that foresight of every July, that's our slow month, what are we going to do sort of thing, um, and planning for it. We planned a few months out what we were going to do. We did campaigns up and that sort of thing. It made a huge, huge difference to our business sort of thing to be, you know, turn a profit around that much. Yeah, yeah, because then you don't spend three months making up for the hole that got created in winter. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to um, wind back a little bit to something Andrew touched on, and it's applicable to both of you, is that personal growth. Uh, you know, you started out as, well, you guys weren't working together. Brian, you mentioned you had a bookkeeping background. Um, you had a, your own bookkeeping business. Andrew was a, literally a man in a van um, eight years ago when you kicked off, and now you're running, a, a well, the largest Auto electrical business on the Sunshine Coast. Um, what's what have you each needed to do? You know, work on personally. How have you had to change? What uh, struggles have you worked through individually to get to this point? Um. Oh God! Everything, anything. You name it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I think for us. I mean, I was always doing Andrew's accounts as such through from day one. Um, so we've always worked together and prior to having this business, there was other businesses in Brisbane that we had the same sort of relationship with. Um, so we kind of in some way have a bit of respect for the way each other works and a bit of prior knowledge of how each other works. Um but we had we were running the or bookkeeping business and the auto electrical business, and we had our first child. And probably six months after that, for me, it just wasn't sustainable doing both. Mm. Um, so I sold that, moved into this one. I think I was working three days a week at that sort of time frame around a six-month-old. Um, and then prior to having our second child, um, you came on in the business. Um, so I don't know, how have we grown? Um, I think you should answer the question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what, what sort of things have you had to work on individually? Communication between the two of us and between staff, um, is probably the huge one that is still an ongoing struggle to this very second. Um, for me, um, 2016 was a year of not doing everything myself. That was my literally my goal. Um, so we took on a bookkeeper. We took on um, a customer service girl. Um, we took on a part-time or a contract marketing person at that point in time who was doing, I think, five or ten hours a week. Um, so that was a huge change for me, having to let go, I guess, a bit, um, except that not everything's going to be done 
to the standard that I want, but it's not being done by me, so it doesn't really matter um, as long as it's at a decent standard. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Micromanaging, not having micromanaging everyone. Um, with Tony coming on, you know, one of my friends, good friends said to me, are you going to cope with it not being what you want sort of thing or are you just going to hassle her? And I said, no, 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 I'll stand back. And she's held me to that every day or every time I see her, she asks me about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not too sure what else. But everything, I mean, it's hard running, you know, working with someone 24-7 at home and at work, so... Mm. All the usual sort of husband and wife struggles. Mm-hmm. Not married, I'm just man. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew, you mentioned communication was a big one for you. Uh, what sort of areas have you done some work on in the last few years? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just I the uh, the here you go. Here's my communication. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I find I always have found it. If I, my whole career, I've never even worked in a big business, worked with multiple people, or electricians generally in a one and two man band. So I've really, even to this day, the biggest environment I've ever worked in is is this one. So it's yeah, it's been a challenge for me working with other people, having people work for me, and, and trying to just keep all the. I want to use the word hierarchy. It's not what I mean, though. Just keep the boundaries and, and I guess, trying to turn into a leader, and that and that requires communication. And just ninety percent of the time, I uh, you expect people to just know what you want without saying it, and I get frustrated when you don't. And I guess that's my biggest thing. You know, still the one-to-one things, the one-to-one meetings, Brian, you, everybody into me, um, which is perfect because they're. They should be done, but it, it's something I struggle with because I just putting myself in that position of having to tell someone what I think about them and what I think of their behaviour is, is a challenge kind of thing for me. Because mm, you, you're not really a fan of confrontation and uncomfortable conversations, hey? No. So how do you? He's a single, an only child. I'm That's what I I figure explains that. Whereas. He sits down at the table with my family and goes, you guys all yell at each other. And I'm like, man, this is just conversation. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I, I would way rather sit out the back of the pool by myself. <laughs> you, you make great company for yourself, Andrew. Yeah, I'm a nice person to me. <laughs> so how how do you deal with that, mate? Because, you know, it's, it's something you and I have worked on together a bit. And uh, I know there's been some challenging times in the last couple of years, but uh, on a day-to-day oh. basis, how do you actually make yourself do that stuff? I don't know. It's my four-year-old's best favourite saying at the moment, which you know who got it from, is man up. And so I guess, yeah, you just got to do it. But by the same token, I have, and you've seen, you know, a couple of employees that I've put some effort to, into. I've got back tenfold what I've put in. So I guess that's the main thing is just reminding yourself. I've sort of picked another student at the moment, we'll say, and uh, working on that kind of thing. So, yeah, you just got to remind yourself of the, the benefits of what you put in your way. Definitely get more out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I have to say, and I'll give you both a bit of a plug, I've always been um, pleased and encouraged with both of your willingness to take feedback and um, you know, seek new learning and try new ways of doing things. And for me... 
working with you, it's been that's that's been a critical part of you getting the results and and achieving higher levels of success than before. Thanks. You may not feel that. <laughs> you may not feel like you're good at doing that stuff, but um, are you guys hard on yourselves individually? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think we're hard on each other as well. Just saying. Mm. Do you think? Do you think there's a positive aspect to that as well? Oh, there's no way. I. I don't know the old saying of the woman behind the man. Um, there's no way if I hadn't felt of being with somebody that I've, I don't know, pushed or I wanted to achieve for, I really couldn't know which which it was. Um, I don't talking about yourself. Or no, I'm talking about <laughs> you. Um, I, yeah, I think if there's, yeah, you know, I think uh, Bryony has high expectations of herself and everybody around her. That's that's fair. She'll take that. Um, and so I guess that it's helped me push myself harder, trying to not live up to those expectations, but just yeah, meet them. I guess. So you you so, you're paying her a compliment by the sounds of it, mate. Yeah, in a roundabout way, right? the community. <laughs> Challenge, yeah. and but yeah, I'm definitely happy with myself. I've never accepted enough. It's never been enough, so it's it's definitely helped. Yeah, yeah. Now I want to talk about um, your entrance into the business awards on the Sunshine Coast. There, so that's the whole of the Sunshine Coast. Is I think what uh, two fifty, three hundred thousand people in the Sunshine Coast region. Um, whole bunch of businesses there, and uh, you guys are actually finalists. In this year's awards, you you probably put together a bit of a different awards submission to what I suspect the judges might have seen previously. Uh, talk me through that because it ties back in with your marketing, and I guess the way you look at promoting your business, not just to customers but to team members, and I guess to the wider business community. So, talk to me about your uh, your submission and why you think that's got you to the finalist stage. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure. Did you read our written one? Was it different? Did I um, it your focus in or that, I think, was a little Yeah, well, a bit of both, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so the written one, um, I started writing it like four months or, you know, just when they came out sort of thing and stopped. I did the first section and stopped and just put it in a too hard basket and then decided, like, after they gave an extension, so it was already past the due date, um, about a day before, two days before the extension was due, I was like, right, I'm actually going to do this and sat down and did it within that time frame. Um, I'm not too sure if it's that different. I don't know. I have never read anyone else's, but I'll take that. I did. They did say in our interview that I was one of the very few that went into the figures outside of sales, um, and that's just me. I'm pretty much an open book. If anyone asks me anything, I'm happy to discuss it. Um, and so then for that was led us to get nominated as finalists. Um, for the finalists, um, you got the choice of doing a 30 minute interview or a 10 minute presentation, 20 minute interview. Um, for me, I naturally opted for the presentation. Um, and we decided to just go slightly out of the box. We do a lot of video marketing. Um, so on YouTube and on Facebook. Um, and we've got some good results with that. So we, um, my suggestion was to let's do a video for it, which we did. So um, it was about nine, eight and a half, nine minutes, and it was basically the first minute was 
where we came from, so Andrew and Van visiting trade customers, um, to where we are now, which is was literally a shot of us, you know, at the front of our workshop with all the staff behind us and our vans. Um, and then just kind of a walk through. So they had five or six questions in the initial application and we kind of just covered off the first three or four of those um, in, you know, a minute or two summary in the video. So it was, you know, the customer experience, the products, um, employees, teams sort of thing in, in a video. So that was definitely, we didn't get told it was the only one, but they kind of implied that it was the only one they'd seen. She left out the bit where we rolled in with an iMac under one arm and a battery box with an inverter on your under the other. So. <laughs> yeah, you definitely showcased your business um, physically and with your presentation as well. You know, taking an inverter and a battery box into power an iMac, which is pretty cool. Uh, so anybody that that uh, would like to buy one of those, you've set up a special landing page, I think, for those kits. Certainly, I can, I can make my Mac wherever you want. <laughs> and, you know, I say that tongue-in-cheek, um, and I'll come back to that whole, uh, you know, landing page and digital marketing thing uh, as we wrap up, but would you say the, the whole awards process, um, and you haven't won yet, but I think, Andrew, you reckon you guys are a shoe-in, yeah? Oh, whoa, 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 you can't put this to air unless until after it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, interview process and Andrew sat down and said so let's start writing our acceptance speech <laughs> <laughs> I like the confidence yep if you if you can believe it you can achieve it somebody said apparently I don't know who quoted that but anyway yeah yeah exactly uh but Entering awards, there's a fair bit of work in it. You know, you guys put a video together. It was it was well um, put together. Obviously, you've got some experience in that already. Um, there's a bit of work in writing the submission and figuring out what you're going to say. There was the time for the interview. Win, lose, or draw, would you say it's a worthwhile experience for you guys? Andrew? Oh, for me, it was like, well, just as you asked that question, I, I so I don't get kicked under the table. Bryony did 99.9% of the work in the video. My words were, and I'm Andrew James. Uh, <laughs> I did laugh when I saw my, that, mate. My, my spoken bit. So really for me, it was fine. It was great. And it's another, nothing but 100% benefit. But, um, yeah, we should ask Bryony. Well, what about the whole process, though? Oh, yeah, it's been good. I, one thing that surprised me is that I've had a few other businesses that I'm involved with. Um, sort of their emails have come through, we're finalists, blah, 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 and all I want to send back is me too kind of thing. We haven't, I think there's definitely, I know there's a plan downstairs um, that we're about to sort of use it and leverage off it. Uh, I don't think we have it yet, have we? No. We put it on Facebook. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's been interesting for me, I guess, seeing the, the one, the calibre of the ones that have been finalists and me being in that circle, and that's been quite interesting for me, but... I think we're about to start leveraging up, but we haven't yet. I, I'm glad we, so far, I'm glad we did it. Definitely. Cool. Good answer, mate. How about your perspective, um, bro? Uh, it was a good process, yeah. I, it's a, you know, like everyone says, is it makes you look at your business and your achievements and your wins and verbalise them and write them down, which as business owners we generally don't do. Um and look at, you know, all your figures and that sort of thing and see where you've come from and how, you know, where you are now. Um, I think it's, you know, as a team, we had a bit of fun filming. 
kind of thing, making everyone do a little bit. Um, the whole team is, other than one, is coming to the award site with us. So, um, you know, I think it's good for all of us to sit down and realise that it's a big achievement kind of thing. Um, the, for me, the submission was, I mean, coming from, you know, writing blogs and all of that sort of thing six months ago, I didn't find it too hard. Um, yeah, it was definitely time-consuming. It was all up probably, I don't know, 30 or 40 hours spent on the video and the application sort of thing. So it is a big chunk out of the working week, especially, um, you know, I'm not here full-time. So, yeah, mm. but it's worth it, definitely. Mm. Cool, we'll cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, we might have to do a follow-up episode after you win. <laughs> and get get your thoughts and comments then. We won't we won't bother talking to you if you don't win though. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Andrew will be too upset. <laughs> hey, um, before we wrap up, I know uh you've you've donated a lot of time today. I know you guys are both very busy. Um I want to talk about your video marketing, especially as part of your social media and digital strategy. Uh, maybe talk us through the the genesis of that. You know where it started, um, <clears throat> early lessons, and then uh, you know how that's working for you now. And, and I guess a bit of advice too for people who might be thinking maybe it's something they could do or they'd like to do or they don't they don't want to do it. Um, give us your insights, guys. Sorry, was that specifically on digital marketing? Um, on the video aspect of of what you do. Yeah. Um, so video started with us, with me forcing Andrew to do it, and we had a go at the time, wrote some scripts and that sort of thing for us. Um, I think you've got to not want to do it, but you've got to see the benefits of doing it. Um, Andrew definitely isn't a fan of it. I don't love it. I'm not a fan of having a camera shot in my face. Um, and so I guess it's resulted in me doing some of it as well. Um, I can sort of say, you know, for Andrew writing the scripts, he um, he knows it kind of thing, so he can wing it um, and talk a little bit and go, which is good um, in some ways because it's like a lot more natural on camera, whereas... For me, I had to write the scripts word for word. I generally have to tele, you know, use a teleprompter or something like that. Um, and so I think that's kind of hard in itself because there's not a lot of free movement, free speech and that sort of thing. So it's a bit of a balance. Um, research your topics. So do some keyword analysis on what people are searching for. So, you know, you type into Google. Um, I'm trying to think what one of our videos is even called. Um so start, yeah, car air conditioning. So type for us, for example, type in car air conditioning into Google and see what the most common phrases are that come up and that might be give you some ideas for the video because really you we use it in our marketing to our existing customers and to get new customers, but you also want to get more views um, based on random people watching it who might not even be anywhere within our physical location. Um, so do some research on that. Um, look at other people's videos. I mean, definitely I've had other people's videos transcribed for me and, you know, I've read through it and got really good ideas from theirs and also thought of other things to change within it. Mm. Um, I get feedback from 
manager, customer service advisor, and Andrew, so the people that are on the front counter dealing with customers every day and ask, you know, what are the common questions we get asked every day kind of thing. Um, and for me, and probably the comments that I do get back from people is I really dumb it down, um, and that's because I don't understand it. So Andrew will sit there and you go, you run this and you run this light of this, and I'm like, okay, sweet, but I don't understand what the hell that means. Can you explain it? And so I go to that level generally to explain it. Um, Andrew, when talking to people, will assume that they know what a DC to DC charger is. Um, and so he'll just say DC to DC charger. So I think, yeah, for me, that's kind of worked as well is really talk to them as though they've got no clue what they're talking about. Um, we typically, in the beginning, we're doing it on our phone using, uh, so an iPhone using iMovie within the iPhone um, and using the sound, standard soundtracks within iMovie. So you can do it all from within your phone. So there's no, you know, technology barriers and that sort of thing. Um, as we've had success with videos, we've kind of developed um, now to the point that we have um, someone that comes in and films some of the videos and edits them for us. Um, but saying that, we also do a lot of our own stuff still if it's job-related, whereas some of the stuff that we pre-plan, the questions and that sort of thing, uh, we have someone come in for. Um, but give it a crack. It's worth it. Facebook advertising, pay advertising really loves video, um, even live video. Have a go at that. Um I don't know what else to cover on. <laughs> Make sure the products you're advertising are the products you see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, Andrew's definitely stitched me up a few times on <laughs> information that's not correct and getting all the comments back is quite lovely. Um, and you know what? We had one video where we had oh, – it's a video that we've had like 60,000 views on on Facebook and we had one – everyone was pretty good about it and one person was like – it was storage solution ideas. So, yes, we copied them from everyone else because that's the freaking point of the storage solution ideas. But anyway, and they kindly pointed that out in the comments. Um, and I think just answer everything. We responded to them politely. Um, and that's my kind of thing. We kind of like to respond to every comment that we get. Um, yeah. Well, it's certainly been uh, impressive to see you guys pick that up and run with it. And I know Andrew used to love doing those videos, and uh, I think you and I used to threaten him with violence uh, if he didn't do one that week. <laughs> but a uh, really important question, who's currently winning the views race out of you two? I, don't, I honestly don't know oh, the answer. Oh, he pretends he doesn't know. I don't. Um, That's because he's up. behind now. <laughs> Like Andrew's, Andrew's YouTube is definitely up there. There's a car air can how to cool down your car quickly. Um, it's the dumbest video. Is like there was a heat wave in the US and India. This is how into it we are. We looked into it and it went like through the roof with views. So he's definitely up there. My Facebook is the Jayco Storage, which is sixty thousand takes it out. But saying that because you scroll through Facebook. Facebook, if it's in your Facebook feed, that is counted in the 60. Or as long as it's under three seconds, it's counted in that 60. And I'd just like to, so, on that, I'd just like to pick up one of them's global, I think is the word, and one's just local. <laughs> <laughs> not uh, no, not at all. But um, a quick serious point on that. How does all of that help your business? Good question. Don't know. No. Uh, um, to, to be honest, something strange came up this morning is I. Uh, one of our videos, I really don't want to go into it, but one of our videos is just uh, 
it's something that we've done. Brian did most of it um, just on one of our products kind of thing. And I've started, I literally every second or third day, I get a phone call from somewhere in Australia. Uh, I'll tell you, it's just our caravan, what we've done with our caravan electrically. And, and every second or third day, I'm getting a phone call from somebody in another state asking me questions about what they can do with theirs. And I'm, I really sort of walked into the marketing girl this morning and said, I'm, I'm starting to feel like the expert in Australia on this field kind of thing. And I'm, I'm not the expert, but just obviously because it's out there in, in such in sort of as videos. And I really feel I need to leverage off that kind of thing. It's just, it's, it's daily I'm getting phone calls from people in Sydney or Melbourne going, no one knows how to fix this, how do I fix it kind of thing. You've shown us what you've done with yours. Yeah. And I think on you're talking about one of our Jayco videos, which um, so the storage solution was the one that we had like the 60,000 views on. And so that's nothing to do with what we do. We don't sell products. They're all products from Kmart and Bunnings and places like that. But what we did is when our views started to go up on that and it's all organic, we haven't paid for any of those views whatsoever, we then took the advantage within Facebook to pin the video that Andrew's talking about that showcases what we actually do, which is the 12 volt stuff within those caravans, we pinned it to the top. We put it as our lead video, as our lead image. Mm. So that way people were watching the storage video. They might click through to our page, hopefully, but likes have increased. Um, but they can then see the 12 volt thing. So I think it's, you know, kind of that although the storage isn't what we do, um, just providing that extra bit of information, hopefully is going to talk to someone that might possibly be in your market, I think. Yeah. yeah, and and there's a, a point I want to pull out of that, and Andrew kind of said the words, is it, it positions you guys as the experts, whether you are or, or you're not. The perception is that you know more about it than anybody else, and so people will come to you. Mm-hmm. Correct, yeah. So speaking about being experts, um, if you look back over the last uh, eight years, uh, what would you do differently if you could go back and, and have a do-over? I don't know. Um, I got nothing. Um, I don't know. I kind of, I'm a big believer if you come to where you are now because of the journey you've been on, I don't really like to have regrets or half on anything that I would change. Um, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think the journey we've taken has got us where we are today. Um, yes, there's decisions that we've made that we probably could have made quicker. Um, but you know what? We didn't, and that's totally cool with us or with me. <laughs> yeah, even some of the ones I look back on and, and sort of, yeah, it's a thing of, well, I learned the lesson, so it was worth it. Even mm. some of the decisions I feel I made, even probably not wrong because I've learned from them. Mm, such a good point. Um, so question I like to ask everybody, guys, uh, thousand tradies in a room, What's one piece of advice you would like to leave them with? Go to uni. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine is show up when you promise you're going to show up. Sorry about the noisy car starting in the background. Um, so some of the points of difference for us that we get told regularly is that you call, you answered your phone, um, you showed up when you said you were going to show up, you're professional, so we all wear uniforms. Um we all, you know, look the same. We've got some basic scripts that if there's multiple people answering your phones, they all follow. Um, so we sound professional and we sound the same. Um, and for us, that 
in the early days is one of the biggest things because um, it's an auto workshop. The way we are is that you know just take it a little bit seriously, be customers, um, but yeah, show up, answer the phones would be my biggest thing. I like it. How about you? Yeah, that's I'm actually just quickly because we're really technology. I'm just telling my guide and not start a target. Um, for me, yeah, and I've just always tried to be a bit tried not to conform to that tradey thing. Like we've all from the moment we had a workshop or a front counter, I've always sort of said I wanted a girl on the front counter, and I've always tried to steer away from that sort of where I came from workplace with, you know, everybody walking around with a cigarette in their mouth and songs on kind of thing and swearing. And so for the trade for me is just try and clean up your act a bit, I guess, really, if that mm. makes sense. Yep. Unless you're not an electrician, stay doing what you're doing. Yeah, if you're not an electrician, everybody loves no shirts and, and um, smoking <laughs> cigarettes and swearing out. <laughs> uh, well, thanks heaps for your time today, guys. I know you're very busy and uh, – Got lots to get on with. Um, <laughs> I think it was good that we had the car sound effect in the background, saves me dropping one in from the internet. Uh, but, yeah, um, next thing for you guys, like what's next on the horizon after you win the award and, and uh, you know, kick all these big goals? What are you doing next? Tonight. More of the same. <laughs> I'll become a business coach. I heard they make heaps. <laughs> we go into partnership, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think for us, goals for the business is around growth, managing the growth, technology, um, and work-life balance. Getting time off with our family and kids and that sort of thing is probably our, you know, our main focus at the moment. Mm. I'll yeah. take that. That's true. <laughs> yeah, what she said. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on the show, guys. Uh, if people want to find out more about you. Uh, what's the best place to go and do that? Um, website, A-M-A-E, so A for Apple, M for Mary, A for Apple, E for Egg, .net.au, um, or Facebook, Facebook um, forward slash Accelerate Auto Electrics. Nice. Go check them out. Go uh, give them some more views on their videos, listeners, and uh, help Andrew uh, get back in the lead. <laughs> All right. Thanks heaps, guys. Thanks, Warwick. See ya. So there you have it, Andrew and Briny from Accelerate Auto Electrics on Queensland's beautiful Sunshine Coast. Uh, great couple and um, great business that they've built, and it really has been a pleasure uh, and sometimes a challenge, but don't tell them that, to work with them over the last couple of years. Um, great things from them happening and uh, some really cool stuff as well, uh, oh, just on that, uh, the video that they mentioned in there for their awards submission, uh, Bryony has agreed that I can share a link to that in the show notes for today's episode. So if you go to tradiesbusinessshow.com, go to the website at tradiesbusinessshow.com, um, go to today's episode and you will find a link or an embedded video that they put together for their uh, submission for their business awards. It's bloody brilliant. I love it. It's fantastic work. So really, really proud of what those guys are doing. Now, um, something exciting that came across my desk recently was um, a product. I got approached by, um, I guess, basically a marketing company or or a uh, company that represents brands. 
telling me about this really cool product for tradespeople. And um, it's called Miracle Sandbags. Uh, I don't know if you've seen these things. I'd never heard of them before. But basically, they're a sandbag that you don't put sand in. And you know when there's flooding or a drain uh, burst or a pipe burst and they, they fill little hessian bags up with sand and they stack them around to keep the water out? Uh, well, these sandbags have no sand in them. <laughs> they, they automatically inflate when they come into contact with water. Very, very cool. And um, I'm actually going to have uh, the man behind these uh, miracle sandbags on the show shortly. So keep an ear out for that interview. Uh, but we'll also be doing a bit of a promo on the Facebook page and via email. So keep your ears out for that. If you're working in the trades and you ever have trouble with water, um, you know, drainage or, uh, you know, getting into your building site or anything like that, or you just like to have some for next time we get some of these flooding rains here in Australia and your shed looks like filling up, uh, keep an ear out for a bit of uh, promotion that I'm going to do around these things. So Miracle Sandbags. Fascinating stuff. There's so many things out there we don't even realize, like video marketing. Anyway, hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm uh, getting a little hungry, so I'm going to go and have something to eat. Enjoy the rest of your day and your week, and I'll chat to you next time. Haru. You've been listening to The Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.